Hello there. Welcome to 88.9 The Bridge KMIH. My name is Wesley Leo, and today I am joined by Mr. Creighton Lahery. Mr. Lahery is a teacher at Mercer Island High School, where he currently teaches English literature to 9th and 11th graders. I had him as a teacher in the 9th grade, and he is currently my 11th grade English literature teacher. And I have to say, he is one of my favorite teachers that I have had at the high school. However, that's not all that he's done. He's also been a club advisor, an education association representative, an instructional coach, and he even coached wrestling for 16 years. Now we have a chance to speak with him about what all those experiences are like. Thank you for joining me today, Mr. Lahari. Thanks for inviting me, Wesley. I'm looking forward to talking with you. Oh, it's my pleasure. So, uh, first off, like you were a, rest a wrestling coach for 16 years. Um, what motivated you to, to coach wrestling? Well, I started coaching wrestling my first year uh, as a teacher at Mercer Island High School. And uh, I, I grew up around the sport. My, my dad and my uncle were wrestling coaches and referees. And, and so I was already sort of immersed in the sport. I knew it had a lot to teach young people because I think I learned a, a lot from my participation, as did my brothers. And so I wanted to, to help pass along some of those lessons and those experiences that were so meaningful to me. All right. So you did that for a while, but then why did you become an English teacher after 15 <laughs> years? <laughs> well, I, I was an English teacher uh, before a wrestling coach, but I think, to, I think becoming a, a teacher and a coach, I was motivated uh, by similar interests. I, I felt really uh, benefited by my education growing up. Uh, I think that education, uh, in particular, li particularly literacy, is so important. Uh, so I, um, so I made the choice uh, to become an English teacher. I, I really wanted to provide students with the same kind of experiences. Um, those aha moments when they're reading literature, uh, those breakthroughs when they can express themselves very clearly in writing, those things that I experienced growing up uh, that were facilitated by teachers, I wanted to be able to, in turn, provide my students. So, all right. So you've been a um, you've been a teacher for um, for quite a, for quite a while, like twenty two years, mm -hmm. and you've been. Uh, I think two years ago you were. Uh, awarded like the top like, high school teacher of the year um, by the just in the school district yeah school district, yeah <laughs> um, what would you say since you're an expert on the subject what would you say is your favorite part of teaching oh boy uh, that's a tough question um, well I, I think it goes back to that first question and why I get got into teaching when, when, I, when there's evidence that I have really helped a kid uh, to reach uh, their potential, or, or maybe not even their potential, that, but just to accomplish some sort of breakthrough or, or reach the, the next level of understanding, whether it's in reading or in their writing, um, that kind of evidence, whether it's a thank you note or a smile or um, something I, I hear even a year or two later from that student, uh, those sorts of things really uh, are important to me and they, they remind me why I got into the profession. Uh, and uh, I, yeah, those are, uh, those are, those are the key moments. Mm -hmm. So 
uh, as I can tell by what you, you've been saying, you value the teacher-student connection a lot. Um, how exactly. would you say that, uh, that the teacher-student connection has changed as a result of the recent shift to online learning? And overall, how would you say your whole experience in teaching has changed? Boy, those are huge questions, Wesley. And I'm, I'm still trying to figure out uh, answers and, and better strategies, uh, just like I ask my students to always try and figure out better strategies for learning. The, the relationships between students and teachers have, have dramatically changed. Uh, and uh, I, I think my email use and my Schoology messaging uh, has has probably increased fivefold, but Schoology messages and emails, as you know, and as everyone knows, don't really replace a face-to-face conversation. Even even a quick uh, crossing in the hall um, or a student that might have lingered in the past after classroom. I, I remember you as a freshman. You would linger in the in the classroom and talk to me about uh, other Ray Bradbury texts or other. Uh, Vonnegut texts or or movies, science fiction movies that you'd watched, and those sort of interactions, uh, I think reinforce uh, or help a student, but they also benefit me. And I go and I read what you tell me to read or watch, and and then I learn something, and then I can share that in turn with future students. And so that sort of informal back and forth, I think, has been lost, or, or at least I'm trying to discover ways to bring it back with online learning. Uh, and I think the second part of your question, what else has changed? Uh, so much has changed. I think that um, teachers, myself included, but talking to a lot of my peers, um, we, we do a lot of informal assessment. We kind of read the room, the, the classroom, and, and see what students are, are doing with their facial expressions and, and the notes they're taking. I can't do that now. And when I see students looking down or I don't even see the students because their cameras are off, uh, I feel a, a lot more uncertainty than I ever have as a teacher. I don't know if students are even engaged. And I suspect, uh, not accusatorily, but I, I suspect that a lot of students are on their phones or have tuned me out. And um, that that's sad, not because they need to listen to me, but because uh, I, I think if they're tuning me out, they might be tuning out their other teachers and, and uh, the free education in the United States is, is just such a, a wonderful thing. And uh, I, it would hurt me if, if my students are missing out on that opportunity, that one, one opportunity to go through high school, mm-hmm. hopefully one opportunity. <laughs> okay. So finally, what do you think is the most important element of being a good teacher? What do you think that? Is there, like, is there any rules that oh. followed, or do you think it's just scary? <laughs> that, gosh, Wesley, you, you're asking great questions, and uh, as an English teacher, I could just go on and on, uh, as you know. Um, the, there are a lot of rules, um, but, I, but I think aside from rules that come down from the state of Washington or Mercer Island School District, I think the one thing I try to keep in mind is flexibility. Uh, and to me, flexibility means really understanding that I'm not dealing just with 11th graders. That's not a homogenous group. It's not just, uh, 
you know, a label that I'm dealing with Wesley and I'm dealing with 29 or 31 other unique individuals with different backgrounds and different interests and different abilities. Uh, and, and I have to be ready to, to flex and to pivot and to allow uh, each individual student to learn at their own pace. And that's hard because I give a lesson and it's kind of a one size fit all initially. And then where I flex typically um, is with those one-on-one -on -one conversations. Now those are happening via email. Uh, it's in the assignments where some students want to take an assignment in a unique perspective, unique direction. And I have to figure out, okay, how do I accomplish my goals for this student and let them express their own individuality. And so that, that's the, that's both the, the rule for me, but also, um, also the goal. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Mr. Lahiri. Thank you very much, Wesley, for having me. And I hope your uh, radio uh, experience goes well. Thank you. All right, you have been listening to Mr. Creighton Lahiri, an English literature teacher at the Mercer Island School District. Uh, thank you for listening to 88.9 The Bridge, KMIH.